Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hello out there. Welcome back to Rhapsody Radio. Hey, guys. I'm here with Mary Beth Henderson. Alan Shaw and I'm Trinity Wheeler. We have a special guest host this week sitting in for Jen Bellini, who is away at a cheer competition with her daughter. They're very serious. This cheer thing is a big deal. They are very serious. Like, if you watch our Instagram feed there, it's like a rock concert. It's a real deal. Yeah. (laughs) But as our guest host today, we have Derek Fultz here. He is from Greenville. CrossFit reaction, CrossFitter, because today we very rarely do a fitness episode, and we're going to do one today, so welcome to the show, Derek. Yeah, hello, hi, Derek. Hi. Hello. A really interesting story about Derek. Um, he's a big supporter of Rhapsody here in Charleston, mm-hmm. and uh, he just qualified for the West Coast CrossFit Classic through Outfit. So Outfit is the big LGBTQ CrossFit group that goes to all these gyms and they do different workout events, but they had a, their own leaderboard for uh, the West Coast Classic and Derek qualified for the West Coast Classic. Very exciting. Nice. That, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm it's going to be fun. We're all taking a trip. We're all going. Yeah. Um, when is this happening? Uh, end of March. It, it, it is uh, March 20 through 22nd at Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, a little the north, original. The original. Regionals. Uh, spot where, yeah. where, where, where all the CrossFit regionals happen. I like it. Where it all started. And so Alan and I'll be out there. We're there for like three days. And then yeah. um, I have SpongeBob, the musical, opening <laughs> at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles um, on that next Tuesday. Same place where the Oscars are. That's I pretty know, cool. Huh? I know. Um, I'm actually out there this week doing a little advance trip for it. But, um, but we'll be there seeing SpongeBob yeah. at the Dolby. My gosh. That's quite a weekend, y'all. It is. It yeah. is like quite the weekend. Yeah. Jet setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you been, Mary Beth? I'm hanging in. Yeah, living the dream. <laughs> yes, trying to beat the bus. <laughs> That's right. I relate to that on such a deep oh, level. Yeah. yeah, no. So one of the questions that we get a lot at the gym uh, is about you know someone wanting to start their fitness journey, but it's just hard to walk through the door and being comfortable in that space and being like, oh man, I'm going to go join a gym and sort of all the fears that come into working out at a gym. Mm-hmm. So. I've got today, today's episode's called Fear of Fitness. I've got five tips on how to get over the intimidation of joining a gym. And I thought it'd be really helpful yeah. to help people out out there to give a little insight, you know, from a couple owners and a couple very from avid fit people um, on, <laughs> on what to do. <laughs> yeah. That's avid gracious. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, you can switch those out. <laughs> So this today is based on an article that we wrote on Rhapsody News. If you don't know what Rhapsody News is, that is the gym's news site. It's really great. You can actually go just to rhapsodynews.com and go directly to the site to read all of our articles about fitness and more. But today, five tips on how to get over the intimidation of joining a gym. Number one, of course, fear of the unknown. Right. I know, right? And <laughs> Which is, isn't that so funny? Because you yeah. would think that a gym wouldn't be a complex thing to walk into, yeah. right? Like you go in, you do the workouts, the equipment's there. That's what you're you're paying to do, right? Yeah. But there is such an intimidation around like, what are the people going to be like? Am I going to make friends? Like, what is the workout going to look like? Yeah. And it's just amazing that it's such a source of anxiety. Well, I also uh, immediately get the... Um, well, I need to be fit before I come to the gym. Yes. Like yeah. that's the immediate 
thing that that's like, the when I number talk one to, thing. That's the number, number one, one thing like, I always hear. Oh, I've got to work out before I come do CrossFit or two. And I'm, I'm like, it's like you know, that's what we do here, okay, right? Breathe three, <laughs> three, two, one. And I was like, okay, so let's dive into that. Like, what is what? Why do you ask that question, or why do you feel that way about joining a fitness facility? And and it is really the thing of people don't truly understand what CrossFit is or what, what we're doing inside the gym. Um, they see the CrossFit games. They Correct. see Owen Bernstein. They see Matt Fraser. They, they see Catherine Davis' daughter. These people that are like, I equate them to if you are watching um, an NFL football star um, training and then you, are, then you equate yourself to that saying like, oh, well, I'm never going to play football because I watch Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks in all of history. I'm sorry if you don't agree with that, but I do. Uh, I think, I think it's true. Um, is that your one football stand? Yeah, that's all I know. There that's it all is. I know. It's sports ball. Yeah, it's sports ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's how I quit it. It's also like the same thing of like, you know, I'm not going to go running because I watched this marathon runner run this amazing time. And he's like this gazelle. It's like I, the unknown of like that fear of like, Oh, I got to work out before I've got to go to the gym. And I'm like, that okay, that defeats the purpose. Yeah, because you're, you're, no sense. Yeah, yeah, your imagination runs wild, you know, it, yeah. and, and you sort of create all these barriers of like how you can't get started. So one of the things I always tell people when they are mm-hmm. afraid to walk in the door is just to take a tour. Like, yeah. don't work out. Like, walk in the door and just meet the people and take a tour. Like, yeah, no hassle, no sweat. Right? Yeah, you get a feel for it, and then meet the staff mm-hmm. because that's gonna. You know, every gym is different, and it's not a one size fits all thing for people. And so, I think you have to find the gym that's right for you and the right people. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I also think that asking a question about introductory classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a great question for, I think the, the staff or coaches, wherever you go, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're intimidated about walking in, you know, I always like to ask, what are, what are kind of your off times? What's a time when I can come in where, you know, it's not going to be a super busy class. And so I can kind of get a sense without, you know, being among a big crowd. So, you know, I think it's a part of the, the tour you know, value prop is you get to ask questions like that. Like, where's a good place for me to start here? Absolutely. I mean, I've also found that as a business owner um, in running my own facility is that what's imperative of getting people into the door is doing outreach. Mm -hmm. Like I am in constant communication with all people that are coming in and trying the gym within the last two weeks, the last three weeks. Like if you ask somebody who's a member now and ask them before they were a member, how many times did Alan text you or call you? They'd probably say probably goodness, 15 you're to 20 like times. you're like a needy girl. I am like a needy girl. Yeah. <laughs> in more ways than one, honey. Okay. Um, no, but I was, you know, and, but my, my goal I think is to take it out of the mindset of, oh, this is something that I need to work on to something like, I just want you to feel comfortable being a coach and an athlete, right? Yeah. That that relationship needs to be built before you even walk into the door. And so I try to do that as much as I can every single time with somebody. Well, and I think you, you do a beautiful job of it, of it. And I think that you're making a great point where, you know, as a, as a business, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the best things I think you can do is kind of get outside of your four walls. Mm -hmm. So you're interacting with people in the community, you're putting faces to names, and then there's just less 
there's a less unknown. Like you're, uh, you're eliminating some of those unknowns when someone walks in the door because they recognize you. They've had a conversation with you. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a, you know, I think there's an opportunity for business owners to meet prospective clients or prospective members halfway a little bit yeah, um, and kind of ease some of that unknown. So that's another And there's like a transaction. There's like, it's like taking it out of like a transaction and a communication with another human being. Yeah. Like I don't even talk to them about why they're there. I talk to them about like, hey, where do you live in, in Charleston? Like what, what do you do for work? Um, do you have kids? Uh, how long have you lived in Charleston? Because I want to, that's all like background information that then I can start connecting them with other people in the community. To where if they're starting to get connections like that, then the whole like, okay, well, now let's start doing squats and let's do snatches and let's run and let's do all that. That's just secondary. It also shows an interest in them too. It doesn't come across like you're you're not only interested in just getting them in and being like a new member. You're interested in them as a a person. 100%. What got you in the gym the first time? For me, it was looking for something uh, competitive. I don't, I've always been an athlete. Yep. And when I uh, transferred schools when I was in college, I uh, the sport I was doing, I was, I was a diver, and they actually cut the men's diving team from Clemson at that time. So I had to, I had to find a replacement for me, which mm-hmm. ended up being CrossFit. We actually see a lot of that. We see a lot of people that were athletes in high school or in college, and they just miss that. Yeah, they sort of miss that, that little competitive yeah. aspect. Yeah. But then also, ninety percent of our membership is not that, and non-athletes, and actually hasn't done any sports in in their life. And it is, it's to walk in those doors is is a, is a scary thing. But let's yeah. say once you get in the door, sort of the number two thing here that, that that I think is a big fear that we hear about is the fear of messing up, mm-hmm. and, and it's that it's that whole thing of of eliminating the doubt that you have in your ability, right? Mm -hmm. Because if if you go into a gym the first time and there's good coaching there, you will know it very early on. And that's why I always encourage people to really ask a lot of questions about the coaching. And like you say, an intro class thing, super important. Mm -hmm. Because all that's going to do is instill confidence. If you come to our gym and you go through our fundamentals, you have a a 100% conversion rate. I do, yeah. And I'm proud of that. I'm very proud of that. Just because my my mindset too is that, you know, the feel the my own personal life the fear of failure is real. So for me, I think there's like getting some getting somebody out of the mindset of it's got to be perfect or you're or not or you're get out, right? Yeah. That's like, you know, and sometimes you walk into places and that's what it feels like. And for me, I'm like, well, you're gonna fail, and that's okay because how do you get better at it? You know, I'm also thinking about it as well. You know, we've been talking a lot about with people brand new to the gym or coming into the gym. Um, and for me, I I get anxiety as being the head coach and co-founder of Rhapsody CrossFit that when I jump into a class, I feel like I like need to have my shit together and people are looking at me. So how do, like Derek, since you are an advanced athlete, what what's your input on that? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I mean, one of the things that I... Uh, definitely think that when you come into a new a new space, no matter what, there's always the kind of the 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 pressure, the fear of like, oh, I don't, I don't I don't know anyone, and then if they are looking at you like, okay, well, he obviously does something or has experience doing this. Um, yeah, there's definitely the the the, the pressure to perform or to, mm-hmm. to show out, if you will. Um, but I think for me, what works is trying to keep open mind, remain calm, and you know, don't immediately 
plug into like what I know and be open-minded towards what they're trying to give me. So like, taking that experience mm-hmm. from that coach and not having a chip on my shoulder. Totally. It's, yeah. it's a whole thing, right? And no matter your level that you're at, you can always learn. Always. You know, it's always a journey, whether it be fitness, whether it be what I do in producing, mm-hmm. we can always be better. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that you can learn something from everyone. Yeah, Absolutely. I've actually had to go, because I've just now recently started to get back into working out full time after starting the gym and getting up on uh, getting it up on its feet and you're really soaring now. And I, like for the first like month and a half, I had to sort of let my ego like look at the levels. Like we have an RX, a level two and a level one. And I had to be like, okay, well, you can't do that right now. Um, so you used to be able to do that, but you can't do it anymore. And we're going to try to get back to that. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's a like anxiety of like, because I bet like people come from a collegiate level of athletics and they've been out of college for two or three years and they're young professionals that have been working a nine to five job five to six to seven days a week. And they're like, man, I'm out of shape. And I used to be this great athlete, but I want to come back in. But now like, I feel like I'm not going to be what I used to be. And that's hard for people. Yeah. There's the yeah. shame. Yeah, there's that shame, shame of being like, man, I can't, I'm not going to be able to get back to that place. And I've had that conversation with people too. I've just been like, man, I want to get back into shape, but like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. You know, which is... Yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, if you're willing to show up and work, yeah. that's all you got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. You and know. you're never done. You're never done. It's no. a journey. It's a yes. fitness journey. You're never fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can always be fitter. Yeah. So it's a fitness journey. Going back to your point earlier about yeah. the what they do know about CrossFit, what's actually advertised and what's actually on social media. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing, they're not, you know, people aren't posting the fails. They're posting this, the, you know, all the their perfection. Yeah. All the perfection. That's social media in general, exactly. right? That's yeah. the highlight so, reel. So they never see like, oh, well, how many times did it take that person to actually get to the point where they could do that perfect movement? Yeah. All of the failures before that, that's yeah. never, that's not like really posted a whole lot. Yeah. So that's like going back to that point that you made earlier, which is an excellent point yeah. is that they don't, they don't see how like the, the, the work that it takes to actually make something really, really, really good. Right. right. Absolutely. And so I'm a big proponent of, you know, instead of, you know, going to your planet fitness to where you're going to go in there and put your headphones in and be alone is just a group class setting. Uh, whether it be CrossFit, whether it be spin, whether it be whatever you want to do yoga. I mean, anything with a group, there's something that's, there's an accountability there. You're not sort of exposed on your own and you don't have to know what to do. That's like the biggest, yeah. right? Because people like they join the gym and they're like, okay, I have a membership. I'm going to go get on the elliptical. The treadmill or the elliptical and then go like do some bicep curls and maybe do like <laughs> yeah, some squats. Their, their arsenal's you know. limited yeah, in what because, they know to do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I, also, I also find that, you know, in the group setting, it's accountability. Right. right? Yes. Because once you start in that group setting, you know, if you're coming to the 6 a.m. every day and one day you don't show up, four people will text you. And after class being like, Hey, oh my God, they're what's on it? you like white on they rice. Are. Yeah. And that accountability, time <laughs> like, not only me, cause I do it too, but I, I text out, I text people and be like, Hey, just checking in to see how you're doing. Like how's it? Cause also I think it's very valuable because when somebody joins a community, you know, sometimes, sometimes people are going through shit and like, but they don't tell you because they don't want anybody to know. Sure. But like, you know, there are certain days where like people don't show up and you're like, Hey, what's going on? Like, where were you? And they actually let you in. And I think that's the like cool part about being in a 
yeah. a group setting is that, yeah, there's that aspect of like, man, I don't want to fail. I don't want to mess up. But at the same time, there's that accountability factor that I think is incredibly valuable to see results. Right. And, and, and that leads into number three, which is fear of being judged. So if you are in a group setting, mm-hmm. there does come a fear of like, oh, they're going to judge me because I'm not great. Yeah. And I think you just have to silence that inner critic because I think that we are a lot harder on ourselves than other people are on us mm-hmm. a lot of times. Absolutely. I think people forget too that they're likely not going to be the only one that's going to mess up. There's going to be other people there that are just as new as they are. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they forget that. I think it's going to be a spotlights on them because they are the new person. But there's going to be people at varying levels in every single class. Yeah. I mean, that's something I've done my whole career is like when I've taken a risk and I take the risk of messing up, I'm either like, this is either going to go great or I'm going to mess up big. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm going to learn yeah. from yeah. my mess ups. And it's like I just got to the point today. It's like if I messed up, it's like, okay, no big deal. It's about kind of the energy that you put into it. I think so. And and I would also encourage people to to shift their perspective a little bit if they're if they are feeling that performance anxiety, because that's really what it is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, instead of coming into a new fitness setting with the expectation that you're there to to show show your stuff. Instead, look at it more of like a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You're there to gain expertise, insight, and you're there to learn. And so I, you know, I'd liken it to going on a job interview. You know, I think a lot of people go into job interviews and they feel like, you know, they have to perform and they have to wow whoever's in front of them. And that's that's a component, but it's also a two-way street. Yeah. You're also there to understand like, is this a good fit for me? Is this a good team to be a part of? Is this the community I want to join? Right. And so I think if you're you're walking into a new fitness setting and you're feeling that that judgment, that performance anxiety, shift your perspective. It's a two-way street. Right. Exactly. And so if you're feeling that way, you know, I, I would I would just challenge you to look at it more as like you're there to learn and you're there yeah. to grow and you're there to mm-hmm. absorb and and there is going to be some struggle and some stumble along with that but that's how you're going to get better. And let's be real, when you're in the middle of a workout, no one else is watching you. No one cares because no. everybody is suffering at Everyone's the same yeah. suffering time. Together. No one can see you. The only person that sees you is the coach to make sure that you're moving really well safely. And, and safely and getting and being successful. Right. The guy next to you is suffering and doing the exact same thing and that's why I also love group dynamic is that you know when you're at the gym by yourself, you may not push yourself to that 70, 80, 90, 100%. You might get to that 70% and be like, mm, this is really uncomfortable. I'm going to go on the treadmill. Yeah. yeah. Versus in the in the workout setting with a group, like if Derek is going hard at 90% and I'm like, man, I think I I I, th- I got a little bit more in the tank. I'm going to go a little hard too. I'm going to yeah. go harder than I would like. But in the end, it's like, man, I feel super successful because I pushed myself to a limit that to that threshold to where I didn't think that I could accomplish. And that's why I think CrossFit and just that's why I'm sold on CrossFit um, is because I've seen that literally every day for the past seven years that I've been coaching that somebody has an aha moment or a light bulb moment of being like, man, I didn't think I could do that. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think too, you know, what's, what is the beauty of CrossFit in particular is that Derek and I were talking about this last night is that, you know, we can have an athlete like Derek, you know, who goes to these big competitions and will do really well there. And then we have people that, you know, started fitness two weeks ago and they can coexist in the same room Mm -hmm. and do the same workout scaled appropriately and get the same stimulus out of it yeah. and, and get mm-hmm. the same results. Yeah. And that's what's really beautiful is when you see this community of all different shapes, sizes, fitness levels come together and able to do 
the same workout together. Right. Effort and is so, relative. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I mean, if it's, 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 it, it's, so, it's a group environment, but it's a personal journey. Yeah. So like right? someone's 90%, uh, you know, a, a, a one weight, for example, for, um, you know, any kind of lift. If they're using the same effort as someone else who just, you know, they, they have a higher weight, it's still the same effort across the board. Totally. You're still, you know, it's still the same work involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. So it's less about focusing on how far you have to go. Think of it as the potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've subscribed and you've invested in the potential for all this growth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This leads into number four, which is the fear of failing. Oh, my goodness. I know. And, and it's <laughs> like, I always tell people, like, when you're afraid to fail, just learn. And we talked about this last night as well. This is funny. This is coming up again. It's like, you have to be willing to learn. You know, it's something that I know when you walk into our gym, because we are big on coaching at our gym and technique is very important to us because that ultimately results into a safe progression. Technique and and learning equals safe. And and that's really, really important to us. But uh, it's, it's the whole idea that you just need to start with the basics, allow yourself to remember what it's like to be a beginner at something and then progress. Yeah. So I'll be entirely honest. And and I think I've been doing CrossFit for five years now in Mm -hmm. varying degrees of, you know, just dabbling and, you know, to, to now I, I think I'm a pretty avid CrossFitter. That is still a great source of anxiety for me is failing and, you know, here's, here's where it gets even more bizarre. I don't judge anyone else for it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would respect the attempt. Mm-hmm. I respect that you went for it. I respect that you gave it a shot. I still have a lot of anxiety around going to a pull-up bar yeah. and floundering with a pull-up and things like that. Yeah. So I think there's, there, this is a big one mm-hmm. yeah. because it's, it's never just about a workout or just about a gym. This is, this is like a life thing. Yeah is fear of failure. Well, going right. back to you, uh, what you were talking about with the basics, like um, it's not just beginning there, but always going back to them. Absolutely. Like I, you know, I don't care who you are and how um, athletic you are, that if you're doing shitty movement, ultimately you're not at your highest potential. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I always t- do the, I do the, the, um, the story of where we were up at CrossFit New England with Ben Bergeron and Catherine Davis' daughter. And she was doing, she was supposed to be doing double kettlebell swings. Um, and the way that he set her up was that he had her go over her kettlebell. She did a good morning. If you come to CrossFit, you'll know what that is. Uh, good morning. <laughs> then she'll come down. She'll do a deadlift. She'll take a step back. She's going to do her Russian swings to eye level. Then she's going to take the bell overhead. Yeah. That whole progression got her to the place to where she was working and moving perfectly. This one, and you can, miss all of that stuff. Yeah, and Katrin's one of the fittest people in the world. So yeah. it's like, yes, she, she could do kettlebell swings in her sleep, but every day they come back to those basics and they drill those yeah. basic skills. Yeah. So Love it. it's how you get better, right? And to me, I mean, learning can be fun. I mean, I love to learn. I love to learn about all different kinds yeah. of things. And if you allow yourself to be part of that process, it's actually really enjoyable and rewarding. For sure. One of the points that we were talking about last night as well was that, you know, one of my favorite things to do is if I'm in, in a, a new area, I love dropping into gyms because uh-huh. whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, I still learn something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those things. I think it's, I think knowledge is priceless in that regard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, before we opened our business, we visited over a hundred gyms across the country because we were on the road with the shows. Yeah. And, um, 
what a learning experience. Yeah. And it's, the, and, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, you're, well, I'm going to gym. I've never been there before. Yeah. I don't know anyone there. So there's a lot of the same like initial kind of anxieties, but I, I, I love it. I, yeah. I love like kind of experiencing something different and new. And I just encourage you, you know, it, it, as you're facing these sort of fears of getting started, when you walk into a gym and the gym and the vibe is not right, that's okay. It, it, it yeah. can, it cannot be right for you. Go try somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, you have to, it's like dating a bit. You have yeah. to find what works for you. So going back to that point, I mean, um, whenever my family and I go on vacation every single summer, you know, there's, a, a spot that we go to and I tried a new gym on the first day that we were there. did not like it, found another one and it was awesome. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. I also think if, you know, you feel like the community is right and the coaching is right and you're still struggling with that, you know, insecurity and that fear of failure, you know, one of the things I always challenge myself to do, and again, you know, we're, <laughs> this is a learning process for all of us <laughs> is I think about, you know, would I, would I be so harsh on someone else in the gym? Mm-hmm. Would I, you know, would I use this, this kind of inner narrative that I'm telling myself around this, you know, this, you're going to fail or you're not doing well or whatever that is. Would you look at the person to your right or left and would you say the same thing? And the answer is absolutely not. So I think that's a great exercise in just like correcting that nasty inner voice that's telling you you can't do something yeah. or telling you to second guess yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. I think it's directly connected to the ego. Oh yeah, yeah. All the <laughs> whatever <ego>. that is, <laughs> whatever that it's across and the board. And we all have right? it. It's like yeah. re- it's like talking not only about that, about like would you treat somebody else like that in the gym, but also like relative intensity, right? I see it a lot. Like where sometimes people are working with another person, they see somebody else, and they're like, "I should be like that other person," and I'm like, "Well, that's." crazy because that is you're them you're you and they're them and you guys are two different different completely different people that of different different uh intensity levels and different strength levels so why would you want to be anybody else but yourself yeah maybe right? we just take should out of the lexicon yeah right for fitness. sure i, I think yeah. so like Challenge yourself every time that you you have a sentence that's I that should it, be doing I should something. be doing something yeah. or I should look like this or I should move that way. Yeah, stop it. Yeah. Yep, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so number five, which I think is a big one for people, yeah. is uh, the fear of new people. Yeah. Stranger danger. <laughs> Stranger danger, and sort of how to overcome that. One of the things we always tell people is that if they're if they're afraid to sort of a new environment with people, bring a friend. Mm-hmm. Like come yeah. with someone. I think that's huge. You know, if you have someone by your side, you can both sort of meet the community together and sort of squash that social anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mary Beth, I have a question for you because you're, you're an introvert. Right. Very verbal introvert. Yeah. She hates affection. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) This makes me very uncomfortable. Does it? (laughs) You hug me all the time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's terrible for me. Um, No, I want to ask you like, you're, you're like a, an introvert, but yet you are sold on group classes. How does that, how's that? Because well, there's a lot of introverts out there that would be like, I don't want to be in a group class with somebody. Sure. You know? So I think part of that is, you know, one of the, the first reasons that I walked into a CrossFit gym is that um, I knew I needed the structure and I knew I needed the programming and I wanted the, the expertise to help me get better. Mm-hmm. I just knew I wouldn't do it on my own. Right. So you start there. You start with the fact that like, okay, I've, I've tried to, you know, continue with my fitness. I'm, I'm out of college. I don't have that, that athletic program anymore that I'm a part of, 
you know, and so I, I just need the structure and the discipline and accountability. You start there. Right. Um, I think what I've come to, to learn and really appreciate, especially about the Rhapsody community, is that even though I am very much so a verbal introvert in a very extroverted profession. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of that, yeah. you know, um, I love people, but they drain my energy. Mm-hmm. Love y'all mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that, you know, quite frankly, I just, I took my time. I took my time getting, getting used to the community. I took my time meeting people. Yeah. You don't have to show up and be the center of attention or the life of the party. Mm-hmm. You absolutely don't. You can take your time. This is isn't about hiding in a corner, but take your time to get to know people. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't, uh, again, it's a lot like dating. I think that's a, a beautiful analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it started with just letting people kind of approach me and, and you know, getting to know uh, people that way. Um, and then, you know, it, it almost evolved into now when I see someone in the gym who mm-hmm. I, you know, they're kind of quiet off to the side or I can tell they're new. Yeah. You know, I like to offer that, that olive branch of like, Hey, I've been there. Like yeah. I, you know, I know that, that you're new here and I'm excited to see you and, you know, just, just kind of give that opportunity of like, we don't have to be best friends immediately, but mm-hmm. just you, know that you're now like you have safe a familiar in this, face. In yeah. You're space. safe here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one will hurt you. I promise. No <laughs> Alan might just a little bit, but that's just because it's my job. Um, <laughs> but I also find that like as a, as a business owner and as a head coach, like my, my job is when people do come into the gym that, uh, you know, that's why I ask so many questions. I play 20 questions with everybody so I can get a lot of knowledge on you. So then I can start connecting you with people in the gym. That's like one of my, that's, I, I see that I see it happen time and time again, which I really like. Yeah. And I think to, to that point, it's also really nice to have, and we talk about the third space of the gym, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people know me as a business owner Mm -hmm. and they know about me through my business. It's really nice to be in a different space where people know different things about you and know you for different reasons and relate to you on a different level. Um, I actually find that refreshing. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then I think from that, you find out that we have have such a band of misfits, right? And Mm -hmm. and I think in any group fitness setting, you have very different people who come into that fold. Mm And so it's kind of fun to find the connections and the common ground, yeah. you know, so you, you find that you, you do have something in common with a neurosurgeon yeah. or, yes. you know, a sommelier <laughs> or, you know, and, and that, that's the spice of life right there. It's yeah. just yeah, like absolutely. keeping it interesting. Yeah. There's like guys who are going in the Navy and they're like with the nuclear reactors and stuff. And I'm like, if I, if I wasn't here, we would not be in each other's lives. Like oh, yeah. I would not know you. At all. Yeah. But it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, so to wrap this up, I mean, look, just do something. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Move. You know, just 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 do one thing. If if you're out there and you're really wanting to get started and you're wanting to make a change, you know, try some of these tips out. I really I, I'm a huge supporter of the of the group setting. I think that it produces a lot of results. Mm-hmm. So just give it a whirl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you like this and you like these sort of points and tips and guides to fitness, do visit RhapsodyNews.com. There are over 200 articles there that we've written about everything you can imagine. Fitness-related, mm-hmm. food-related, yeah. everything. Uh, Mary mindset. Beth, mindset, everything. So RhapsodyNews.com, check it out. Derek, awesome to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right, let's bring it in on three. Go team. Ready? One, two, three. Go, go team! team!